So this testimony that you just gave to us here on the Zoom group, it speaks volumes. A year and a half ago, you came to me with a girl who hates Jews, hates Torah. A lot of kids, a lot of kids have said things out of their mouths that we never thought somebody who grew up in a from family, or even a not from family, would ever say. Hitler was right. It should have finished the job. The Nazis were right. Palestinians are right. Kill the Jews. I don't care if you all burn in hell. You all burn. Unbelievable. A year and a half later, and she asked to buy a necklace with a mug and David. That means that that whole section of her mindset, of her intellectual mindset, and all of her shittas, all of it that she would fight for, and if you would argue with her, she would fight to the, uh, getting red in the face, fight to the death over all of her. You changed all of it without one debate. This is what the world needs to understand. We don't fix anybody with words, with challenging, with fighting, with arguing. All of this is a taitzah, is a symptom. It comes out of abuse and trauma. You give medication. It's like somebody who has a kid, a kid has a fever and they're throwing up and you're fighting with them about the throw up. Don't throw up in the living room. Don't throw up in the kitchen. Don't. Give Tylenol. They don't throw up. You gave a year and a half, which is not a long time, to change somebody's complete mindset from being anti to pro. If every Jewish family would do this, besides for the fact that now that she's, instead of facing away from Hashem, away from Torah, away from that, away from associating with Judaism, now she's facing the right way where the sky's the limit. And just like you changed her mindset in a year and a half from there to here, you could change it from here to there. That's what changes mindset, love, and all the crazy stuff you did, which if not for the fact that you had a Rav who said it's okay, people would say, Asr, you're not allowed to, no, it's baloney, they don't know the halacha. Your Rav is a big Pisces, he knows the halacha. We did everything right, and look what we have. Now, there's thousands of kids out there who still have the same shitas a year and a half later and 10 years later and 20 years later because people are fighting with them. When you fight with them, it creates separation. It makes them dig in their heels, and now they got to fight to the death for the shita that only came because they were thrown down a flight of stairs. So they're walking with a limp, and you're saying, limping. So they're saying, walking straight, and now they defend limping. And they say, yeah, you're crazy. I identify this way, and you who says you're right, and limping, we should all limp. And It's crazy. You gave Tylenol, you gave the medicine, you gave the chemo, you did the CPR, and now that same kid is saying, little little thing, can I have a mug and dove and necklace, $10. But what does it stand for? It stands for a year and a half of changing a mindset that's the most negative against Yiddishkeit to not being against Yiddishkeit, which means right away she wouldn't be a part of these these organizations that are trying to kill us, taking away our education and fighting us in Eretz Yisrael, in America, all these Jewish people that grew up by us and they're against us is because their parents didn't do TP. You're doing TP. You're following in the footsteps of Das Torah, of authentic Judaism, of the way that Baal Shem Tev and the Rebbe and the Rosh Hashivas, everybody. Who didn't say this? Who didn't say to, to, to grab the kid and and do all of this? And look at the results. And if everybody would do what you did in the last year and a half, we would have no enemies on the street. And the kids would be a part of our society. And they would want to be like us in the same way that she wants to 
put on a necklace with a chai on it and not only not only not be against you, but public statement, I'm a Jew. That when she goes on a bus or the train, wherever she goes, she's saying it's pride, it's Jewish pride. So too, she could change being against Orthodox Judaism. And she can change from being against Tyra and Shabbos and Yom Kippur and saying it's all a bunch of smelly rabbis and all the disgusting things that she and many of them say and who it's all made up and they're abusive to women. Everything could change. This is a testimony to what the Chazanish said. The power of influence is the only power we have and it's the only power we need. We never debate the people using words to try to get someone to change, to, to, to come back on the derech, are using the weakest, least successful method. It's not about words. You don't have to say a word. It's all about heart. In fact, all of our words are twisted. So it seems like we're supporting her. It seems like, you know, all of our words are, yeah, you're great. It's okay. We accept you. And that creates influence. And that's what makes change. And that's what the world doesn't understand. And that's what makes people crazy. And that's what other people watching are saying. What? You have to say no. You have to criticize. No, no, no. That's using words that creates distance, that shuts down the influence, and therefore the IV line is severed, and therefore you can't change their inner attitude. You're changing mindsets. How do you change somebody's mindset? You can't. Only through the power of influence. And that really primarily which we, it's, it's an oldest farm, but the Bashem Tev said it and the Chazanish. Chazanish said you have to give so much love that a person will change their inner mindset to like what you like. Pull them with ropes of love. You're pulling them. You're pulling them. And what's the rope? Love. That's not regular love. It's not tolerance. It's so much love that, that you're pulling them, you're changing them from being against you, you're changing their mindset from being against you to being pro what you believe in. God forbid, he begged us, don't reject. When you say, in my house you have to put yamka, in my house you have to address this. Why didn't you do this? You criticism it. What you're doing is the exact opposite of and the people who are doing that rejection are paying such a heavy price. And the kids get worse and worse and worse. So then they say, you see, you see, look how bad they are. No, you give me the wrong medicine. You see, you see that since you started rejecting, when the kids started rebelling, you created a bigger rebellion. And for longer, more avarice, you're overlift naiver, the parents are overlift naiver, the brothers, the sisters, the, the family that shows rejection, and I don't accept you, causes more sin. I didn't say that. Rabbi Gamil said it. Rabbi Gershon Edelstein Shlita said it. The, the Pelayayat said it 200 years ago. And you know what? The facts on the ground say it. That those kids who are not accepted sin more and for longer. And we, we have enemies forever. There's a mother that came to me and she said, her son said, I want to light myself on fire in Times Square just so there'll be one less effing Jew in the world. He was reading books on devil worship. He was so anti. He said, Jews are vermin. He was talking like a Nazi. He said, Hitler didn't finish the job. Within a few years of TP, of not challenging him, not telling him, how could you say that? I mean, all the stuff we want to say. Uh, your Zaydi was, your great-grandfather, this kid's 
great-grandfather was murdered in the Holocaust, and you're on the side of the murderers and who murdered our whole people, you could say anything you want. You're not going to win. She did TP a couple years later. Shem Atari Mitzvah. Shem Shabbos. He's in Shaduchim now. Yeah, it's a process. It takes time. Drip, 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 drip. Power of influence. We'll end with this. This is a father that had a big problem. His son came over to him and said, Dad, I want you to buy me a car. So the father said, I think what all of you would say, he wasn't a hater. The haters say, I'm not buying you anything. You ruined my life. You're a terrorist. He said what a lot of people say. What do they call it? Love and logic, love and boundaries, love and that. that. Of course I'll buy you a car. Which is very far away from a hit your guts, guts drop dead. You're ruining the family's name. It's very loving. Of course I'll buy you a car. But of course I'm only going to buy you a car that you're not going to drive on Shabbos. Because I can't support that you should buy a car. And I should buy you a car. You should buy it on Shabbos. And ask all of these people that are giving you advice and all the Rabbanim out there, what do you think? Does that make sense? And everybody, almost everybody, I'm sure, is going to say, of course. It's Messiah, you're helping him sin. Maybe it's you're causing him to have a car. He wouldn't have a car. The kid didn't have a car otherwise. I should, or even besides that, I should support evil, Ra, Chil, Shabbos, destroying the world, destroying your world, putting a gun in your hand, that in the next world you're going to be a Mechal Shabbos, even though maybe he's smoking on Shabbos now anyway, but I'm not going to support that. I should buy you a car, so you should you should go against everything that I believe in, everything that our grandparents and great-grandparents, all the diarists, were meiser nefesh for Shabbos. Mechal Shabbos b'fehesia, kilu oivet I'm supposed to support it? And everybody says, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Kishahagiyah al-Rabbeinu, it's brought down in Maise Ish, that when it, when it came to Rabbeinu the Chazanish, and Reb Gershon Edelson Shlita repeats it constantly. Some people think, oh, 60 years ago, maybe it changed. So here, it shows you it was then, and it's now. Hazanish said, not smart. Not smart. Nobody ever came back from that. Nobody ever changed their mindset from being told that. There's only one medicine. He said, Kedai for the father to buy the mechonit, the car. In order, in order that his influence should grow over the child. You take a loss for the greater good. You invest money so that way your, your portfolio can grow. Where's your money now? It was in the bank. You gave it away. It's called long-term thinking. The only thing that's going to make him a not Mechalel Shabbos is influence. You have a chance to get influence by supporting him. And you're not going to buy the car. You're going to lose the chance of influencing him for the future. What did you gain? What did you gain? Chazanish's lesson of this story is so deep. It applies today. I had a, a long call. I was on the phone with Shmuel Kamenetsky Shlita. For 45 minutes with a family who had a girl with a boy in the room and all kinds of shyness. We were on for a long time. And one of the questions was this. So he's, he's, you know, he's a little older than me. He's almost a hundred. 
And his, I guess he's much of what I do. He, he always he gave me smicha. He told me I don't need to ask Shailas and I have smicha in this thing, but I always ask. Not only I ask, I want all of the parents under me. You ask your dastera. But he was the dastera of their family. So he responded like he always did. Yeah, yeah, vosok rabavi. I said, Roshishiva, they don't want to know what I have to say. They want to know what the Roshishiva says. Vosok rabavi. So I told the Roshishiva, I said, this is what happened with the Chazanish. He says, Kavaldik, so what are you asking me for? We don't need to ask me. Shiloh says, Chazanish already answered. But what does it mean? Kids driving around now. Chal Shabbos Befrahesia. And this is a good thing. You did something good. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have more influence on that kid in the future. It shows that if you don't answer that same answer as the Chazanish, that shows that you don't have authentic Das Torah thinking. It shows that your, your thinking of how to solve this problem is, is different than the Chazanish thought. Different than all of the tzaddikim that say support, supplying, tmicha, all of this stuff. I have a, it means that you, you, you're thinking like a goy. Because Dr. Phil on Oprah, that's what he says. I'm not going to support bad behavior. Put the kid in Utah. Send him to go boot camp. And, that, and their success, and it wouldn't apply anyway. Because Mahatzatan Matidin, we're talking about Yidin. Mamish doesn't apply, even if it would work on the guy. And it doesn't work on the guy either. It creates rebellion. It creates, I hate you more. I went to Steinman's, that's all. And I said, the kid is Michal Shabbos Befehesia in the house. What should the parents do? Should they show him that we're not happy with you? So he said, what's that going to accomplish? Now they hate Shabbos. If you do that, they're going to hate Shabbos and they're going to hate you also. That Zikne Hadar thought, like, what is that going to accomplish? He knows he's Mechal Shabbos. He knows that's not the way he was brought up. You want him to hate you? Said Rav Steinman, I don't want him to hate you because you're the only people that through your love you could bring him back. So you're going to kill the whole operation over here in order to accomplish nothing. I got a call this week from parents, wonderful parents, very loving. And the father said, I love my kids. Door is always open for them. In my house, there's no Chil Shabbos. Period. But they can come home, but they can't be Mechal Shabbos. In my house, there's no Chil Shabbos. You have to be Tznias. If you're not 100%, okay, you're more modern, but you have to be respectful. It's my house. Makes a lot of sense. The problem is that the kids have not been home for Shabbos in between two and three years. All those thousands of opportunities, if they would have been around the Shabbos table, even with their phone, by now they would be from. Because Yinasu Lamashkam, Sahava, is what makes them from. And instead, very nice, very nice, and he says, we get along great. The Shabbos, they go away. You lost them. You lost the patient. What do you mean they go away? If they'll be at your Shabbos table. Is it Gishmak? No, it's not Gishmak. That's your job. Is it Gishmak that the guy's driving a car that you bought for him? No, but we have a job. You have a job that requires you to be the influence for the future. You did what the Chazanish said. You did what the Bashamtev said. You did what every source, and we have thousands of them, said to do. You changed the mindset of your child without, without firing a single shot. You won a major war. You know that we had in TP at least, at least 50 of them, of kids that were mamish atheists. There's no God. 
who today are who are today are not atheists. Many of them are from. Now, how do you change that? So people out there are debating, fighting, arguing, and guess what? It doesn't work. The guy from Arachim, or the guy from Project Inspire, he can go speak to a thousand guys in Harvard and he can make them not atheists, but not a kid who's on fire and who's hurt and who grew up by us. It doesn't work. It's a different, it's a whole different tipul, a whole different treatment. And parents are doing that because we're following us. We're going to support, we're going to supply because that leaves them close to us. So when she wants to go do something terrible and her friends aren't available or they don't have friends, she's going with mommy and tati. We are the only group that never, we're the ones taking them to do something terrible. But that's the, the whole Yeshua. The whole Rufu is that you are the ones who she's willing to go to that concert or to that tattoo or whatever it is with mommy and daddy. That doesn't happen in the rest of the world, even by the Goyim. That's happening here by you. And that's why she changed her mindset. Because you took her for a tattoo. You asked her, that's Tyra, and he said, you're allowed to, there's no Avera. But the regular mindset of what are you doing? What are you showing? What are you showing? What are you doing? Look what you gained. People are stuck in that. I can't. In my house, we can't. And they're losing their kids. And many people won't even know that that's not the right thinking until they lose their kids more. And then finally, they have to say, oh, it didn't work. Now it didn't work. My kid's on top of a building, wants to jump off. Or my kid is suicidal. Or my kid is not from. Or my kid is an atheist. Now, it works even on atheism. Why are you waiting till the kids are atheists? It works even before they hate Yiddishkeit so much. Just tmicha, support them. It looks very bad. They're going to get worse if I support them. It's not true. They don't get worse from your support. Never happened. Doesn't exist. It looks like it, but they're on their journey. And your job is, you cannot stop this car from stage one, two, three, from going downhill and going through red lights. You cannot stop it with control and pressure and force. Cannot be. You have to start at the beginning so you don't have to end up in such a terrible place. Pull them in means you're changing their mindset with ropes of love. You figure out how to do it. I can't think of a better way than TP. Somebody could think of a better way, that's fine. But if anything that's not Yenasu Lamashka Ma'avais Yisahava is Treif. And then he says, So if you think you're going to win this successful, this battle successfully, while they feel rejection, it's never going to work. It, it, it shuts down the whole operation. And there are people who preach that. They preach love, but a little rejection. They don't realize that you could do 99% love and 1% rejection, and it ruins the whole 99%. And that, why are they stuck on it? Because they're scared to give it up. They think that that's part it's necessary for the child to know that, and the whole thing is an ein rednish, mahat saton mitidin. We're dealing with Jews, they know what's right, all the Gedalim have spoken, 99 out of 100 agree with this. You're always going to find one Gadol that maybe doesn't have experience, or maybe doesn't agree. Listen, what was it, Trident, I think? It's only four out of five doctors recommended Trident, Trident, Trident. There's always going to be one doctor that says, nah, nah, it's not for me. Okay, so that rabbi will be take a Christ for his people. But everybody else's rabbi are all understanding that this is the long-term win. And there's short-term losses in order to have the long-term gain. Slacher Rabbi, you're doing a great job.